Welcome to the Mission Mill Spouse Podcast, the longest running podcast of its kind. Carrying on the 18-year legacy of Army Wife Talk Radio, we have now expanded our community to include all military spouses of all branches and all components. We are so glad you're here. Thank you for joining us as we empower military spouses to conquer adversity, foster confidence, and thrive in this military life. Now, here are your podcast hosts, your Mission Mill Spouse Command Team. And hello, Mission Mill Spouse listeners. I'm Dr. Sharita Knobloch, your executive director, joining you today and sharing our latest installation of our mini cast here on our podcast channel. Today, I'm going to be talking all about how to foster resilience in your military child. Now, a couple of things before we get started. First of all, I'm not an expert in this area. I have been a parent for a little over 10 years now, but let's be honest, I'm kind of making things up as I go most of the days. Because as my kids get older, I've never been there before. And both my kids are unique little tiny human creatures. I guess they're more medium sized now instead of tiny humans. But I do have a 10 year old girl, a six year old boy. And I'll tell you right now, their resilience has inspired me so much during my time as a parent. Before we get to that, I want to kind of set the context and the foundation for what exactly resilience is. Now, I hope as you're listening to this, you're not already cringing because I understand that the idea of being resilient or resilience is a very buzzy word within the military. And many of us maybe have gotten a little burned out by that word just because it seems a little bit pull yourself up by the bootstraps and suck it up buttercup and not really dealing with the issue at hand right? Um, It seems very pressury, but when I think of resilience, it's something near and dear to my heart. I've done a lot of research, a lot of studies on this, but in this context of research, some folks will say research is bouncing back after an adversity. And let's be honest, as military spouses, those of us with military children, we face a lot of adversities, right? PCSs, deployments, fill in the blank, all the things, all the stuff. But many say that resilience is bouncing back. I think that the definition that fits a little bit better is bouncing forward. So when we or our military children face that adversity, instead of returning to that previous level and that basic homeostasis level, we actually learn and grow from that and we're even better off than when we started. So when I think of resilience, it's more of bouncing forward. And I see this in my kids all the time. And as a military spouse and a mama, I do my absolute best to foster that within my capabilities. So let's jump in and get started. Here are five ways that I think we can foster resilience in our military children. Way number one, give them space to feel their feelings. Some of you may have grown up like me. Again, I have wonderful parents. I love them very much. They were a product of their environment, and so they're a different generation. I grew up in a house where emotions were not really allowed. If you had negative emotions, that was not really a thing. You know, you weren't, you didn't have a space to say no. You didn't have space to complain, really. If we started crying about who knows what, because we were young people, it's, we, we really were kind of shut down. You know, phrases like, stop crying before I give you something to cry about, or you know, you know the gist. But with my kids, it's interesting. If you give them space for their emotions to feel their feelings, 
it actually creates resilience and makes them stronger because we're not suppressing that. And so I think there's a lot of power of saying like, how are you feeling right now? We're getting ready to PCS. Well, I'm really sad to miss my friends. I'm going to miss my friends when we move. Hey, I completely understand that. I'm going through the same thing. We're cultivating that experience of solidarity, which is also something we do here at Mission Mill Spouse. Next tip, enter into their struggle with them. That's very related to the first part. I kind of just gave an example of that. When they're struggling, when they're navigating something, make it an us experience instead of a me versus them. Remind them that you are on their side, you're on their team, even if sometimes it doesn't really look like that, right? Let's go back to that example of missing your friends. You know, this, the we're PCSing and they are concerned about making friends at a new place. They're grieving that loss because it is grieving. So instead of saying, well, that's just too bad. Suck it up, buttercup. We're a military family. It's what we do. Come alongside them and say, I totally understand how you feel. Mama is saying goodbye to a lot of her friends too, or I really miss daddy in the evenings, especially like that's when I miss him when he's deployed or in the field and, and talk about those things and let them know they're not alone in their struggle. Next, it almost seems a little counterintuitive. You can let them struggle a little bit because that's, what's going to build resilience. Again, it's not throwing them in the deep end of the pool and being like, good luck. Hope you can swim. But it's letting them sort those things out and have that time to think and ponder, maybe even pray if that's something your family does, to navigate what they're feeling, how they think they should deal with that. Letting them struggle a little bit because that's, again, how we build those resilience muscles. We have to face that adversity. Without any adversity, we have no resilience. So there is, there are good things that come from our struggles as a military family and the things that our military children face. Again, asking them questions, coming alongside them, this builds on one another. So give them space for feeling their feelings, enter into their struggle with them, but don't feel like you have to solve all of their problems in one day. Give them space to navigate that self, that themselves, and let them struggle just a little bit because that's what's going to make them strong and resilient military children. Tip number four, encourage that creativity. Help them brainstorm ideas on how to navigate a loss, how to connect with mom or dad when he or she is deployed, uh, how to make new friends when they get to the next duty station, or what their ideas are to maintain the friendships long distance. Maybe they like to write and they want to do a pen pal experience. Perhaps they want to set up FaceTime or Facebook Messenger dates with your help and supervision. Again, I'm looking at this from kind of my medium-sized human that ages six and 10. If they're younger than that, I feel like my kids, when they were younger, they were just like, oh, this is the thing we're doing. All right, let's get in the car and ride. Now they have a few more bigger feelings. And again, I can't quite speak to the teenager piece of that, but I'm pretty confident that using some of these tips, even as teens and maybe even young adults in that young adulthood of that feeling of solidarity coming alongside them, letting them feel their struggle, but helping them know that they're not alone and fostering that creative problem solving experience could be very, very empowering. And finally, this one is my favorite because it seems like the peace day resistance of all things military child when they rock it, when they figure it out, when they come through the other side and they catch their breath, oh, hear me when I say 
the power of celebrating them. I tell my children this all the time because I really do believe they are probably more resilient than I am. I see them take things in stride and they just roll with it and it blows my mind. So my joke is like, when I grow up, I want to be like my kids because we can say dad's going to field, he's deploying, they have their feelings and then they're like, okay, what does this look like? Meanwhile, I'm trying to like avoid the temptation to go hide in a corner and go to town on a bag of dub chocolate, right? So we actually, I celebrate that. I say things like, it's so powerful to say, I am so proud of you, how you handled that. That was a really tough situation, but sis, you crushed it. Or son, when your sister was sad or when you were facing this or when your friend did that, that was so compassionate or you were such a strong man to face this head on and navigate that challenge. I see them light up. And as we praise them for those moments, they're going to remember it. And next time they're going to remember, hey, mom really celebrated that. I think I made some good choices and they're going to want to do that again. So foster and nurture and encourage and celebrate the traits that you want to see in your military children. And I really believe in the long run, it's going to pay off. So those are my five tips for fostering resilience in your military child. Again, not super epic and profound. I'm not a professional. I'm still making things up as I go because some days I really have to pivot because I was like, that didn't work. Or some days I need to enter into their struggle sooner and not let them navigate it quite on their own, depending on the level of pain and difficulty that they're facing. And like I said, it's so impressive to see how my kids rally because just the other day we were talking about a future PCS. We don't know where we're going, probably moving sometime next year. And we've been in our current location a long time. Like by the time we leave, it's going to be six years. There's a couple pseudo PCSs in there, but that's a story for another time. And we were driving, we were talking about where we could go. What does that look like? Because my kids are going to be old enough now to actually have to navigate that. They're not going to be super tiny humans or little babies just in preschool and a year old. And my son, my six-year-old said something like, well, I don't know if I want to move. And my daughter, she's usually super compassionate, but I think she was just feeling super salty that day. She was like, well, buddy, we're just going to have to figure it out and suck it up because we're military kids. I, first of all, laughed a little bit and then it was just so proud not to, you know, say that she's glossing over that, but she just has this strength. Both of my children have such strength and I'm sure your children do too, whether they're two years old or 20 years old. And it's just something that's so encouraging and empowering that we can't not celebrate and can't not press into. So ladies and gents, thank you so much for joining me today. I just want to remind you as I wrap up, you can connect with us on all social media outlets at Mission Mill Spouse. Check us out online, missionmillspouse.org. We are a 501c3 nonprofit. So if you'd like to support our mission to make sure other mill spouses get connected, please make that happen. Go ahead and make a donation on our website, missionmillspouse.org. Other than that, I just want to say that we are cheering you on. No matter what you're facing, we want you to remember we've been there. You're not alone. We've got your six. This is your Mission Mouse, Mission Mill Spouse Command Team signing out. Thank you for tuning in to the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with your tribe and leave us a five-star review. Subscribe to our podcast on the podcast app of your choice to catch episodes that drop every Monday and Thursdays each week. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, or LinkedIn at Mission Mill Spouse. Snag some sweet freebies by signing up for our newsletter, The Sit Rep, 
And finally, if you'd like to join us on our mission to serve military spouses, consider making a tax-deductible donation on our website or email partner at missionmillspouse.org. Mission Mill Spouse, empowering you to navigate this military life since 2005.